Hey guys, my name is Aaron and welcome to the channel. This is going to be the first episode in another new series that I'm starting, which is going to be covering the famous spiritual classic and my personal favorite book, A Course in Miracles. Now, this book was channeled back in the 1970s by two clinical psychologists and professors at Columbia University named Helen Shuckman, who was the channeler, and William Thetford, who was the scribe. Now, this book has an enormous following online and around the world of people who come together in groups to sort of study the course and take the curriculum with one another. So I'm gonna be starting my own study group with you guys here on my channel, which I'm really excited about. And so in this series, I'm gonna be doing my best to break down the basic teachings of the course in such a way that is palatable for anyone at any level of spirituality. Because I really do believe that this book has a unique ability to set people free in a way that no other material quite can match. And now there's already been many amazing teachers on the course, such as Ken Wapnick, Gary Renard, and Marianne Williamson, just to name a few. And so I'm simply going to be sharing the course from my own particular point of view and my own personal experience of it. The course is not a new religion and it is not a new holy text. It is simply a self-study program in spiritual psychotherapy. It is a no-nonsense, no-bullshit approach to your relationship with your mind. It is a thought system which leaves no room for confusion or discrepancy. And this is exactly why it's so effective. And so the course states that the entire purpose of the book is the end of psychological suffering and the achievement of true and lasting inner peace. And I can personally attest that this is exactly what the course has done for me. And if you dedicate yourself to studying it, it will do so for you as well. So the course opens up with the famous line, nothing real can be threatened, nothing unreal exists, and herein lies the peace of God. And so the basic premise of this line is that only God's reality exists and everything else is an illusion. The course states that there are two mutually exclusive thought systems that are diametrically opposed. There is no overlap and no understanding whatsoever between the two. And that is, of course, the thought systems of the ego and the spirit. Or you could say fear and love. One of them is a complete illusion based upon misperceptions of reality, and the other is complete truth that stands in and of itself, but can only be seen once these illusions have been removed. And so the entire purpose of the course material is to annihilate these illusions. In spirituality, when we say that something is real, we are saying that it is self-sufficient, meaning it is eternal and unchanging. There's nothing you can do about it. It's true whether you like it or not. And likewise, when we say that something is unreal, we are saying that it is not self-sufficient. It is impermanent. It depends on something else in order to exist. So for example, your thoughts and feelings only exist as long as you believe in them. The moment that you stop believing in a thought completely or it loses all interest for you, then it quickly vanishes from reality. So it only exists as long as your belief in it, your attention, is propping it up. As the Course puts it, the ego depends entirely on your willingness to tolerate it. And so the Course deems these kinds of things as unreal or illusions. The thought system of the spirit is based solely upon love. 
The thought system of ego is based solely upon fear. It constantly seeks to create the belief in separation by attacking others and perceiving them as unworthy of love. This is how it maintains its illusions. But let's do a little thought experiment. I want you to think about any reoccurring thought pattern that keeps coming up for you and causes you to suffer. What if you had the power to press a button and remove that thought from your mind? Would you do it? All of us would say without hesitation, you bet I would. Well, I have great news for you. That button does exist and you do have the power to press it. In fact, you don't even need to press it. Why? Because the thought itself isn't even real. It's only as real as you make it because it is the mind that creates everything. If you decide that a thought is completely meaningless and useless to you, then that thought can have no reality anymore. It cannot even appear in your mind because your subconscious mind only stores the thought patterns that it believes you have interest in. So for example, when you realize how completely and utterly useless it is to judge anyone for anything, then you find that judgment becomes impossible. Because your mind is healed, you simply take pity on them and see that their actions are a result of their own insanity, and therefore what they need is love, not judgment. This is something that the Course comes to help you realize, that you are the only reality. Because any thought that you do not give attention to does not exist independently of you, meaning it doesn't actually exist at all. It is not self-sufficient. And this is a point that the Course makes over and over again, which is that all thoughts are ultimately illusions. But when you believe them to be real, you cannot have peace. And now this doesn't mean that the mind is bad or evil or something, because the mind is neither good or bad. It is simply neutral. It is a tool for you to use. But because the mind was designed to be a tool, the mind makes a wonderful servant, but a horrible master. Thoughts are not real. You are real. You are having the thought. The thought is not having you. Thoughts come and go, but you do not. You are the witness to all of them. And so thoughts are sort of like actors that are auditioning for your attention. They're like employees looking for a job. So when your mind has been healed and your heart is open, then you are in the thought system of the spirit, which means that you naturally know which thoughts deserve your employment and which ones don't. All of the right actions to take and all the right words to say just flow out of you effortlessly, no thought required. Or as Jesus put it in John chapter 4, they begin to flow out of your heart like rivers of living water. The mind that is healed cannot think destructive thoughts. The heart that is open cannot suffer. So if you keep your heart open and just love everything that appears, then you are free. Even thoughts of fear and stress and anger still receive your love because love transforms whatever it touches into peace and sanity. If only love is true, then why not try just loving everything? And before you let your ego dismiss this idea, try giving it an actual shot for a couple of days and watch the magic start to happen. Whatever you love, you heal because love transforms everything that is unlike itself. This is so simple that the mind immediately rejects it. 
No, it can't possibly be that simple. The truth must be more complicated. The Course says that simplicity is very difficult for a twisted mind. The truth is, it is that simple. Just love everything that appears in your life. This is the essence of true spirituality. Love brings wisdom because love creates a clear mind. So you naturally know what things to say yes to and what to say no to. If you love everything that appears in your life with open arms, every thought, every person, and every moment, then where can suffering exist? And who would it exist for? That person who betrayed you? Love them and forgive them. Why would you hold their actions against them as if they were thinking correctly when they did it? That person has a sick mind and requires healing. What else do you expect from them? They are trapped in a world of illusions. And furthermore, you've also hurt people in the past and wouldn't you hope that they could love and forgive you? So by giving the love that you want to receive, then you give it to yourself. And as you continue to do this, you begin to see the illusions the ego had created begin to crumble and fall. Your heart opens up and your spirituality becomes childlike in its simplicity. Love is my religion. I don't need to listen to a million lectures or read a million books or go to church services every week in order to be free. Perfect love casts out all fear. And this is what A Course in Miracles defines as a miracle. It is a shift in perception from fear to love. When I believe the thoughts in my mind are real, I suffer. There cannot be peace because I am trapped in a world of illusions, projecting my insanity onto others and then filling my own heart with guilt. And so shining the light of awareness on these thoughts is the key that unlocks the prison doors because the ego can only be an unconscious movement. The moment you are aware of it, then you dissolve it of power. And The Course in Miracles says, no one can escape from illusions unless he looks at them, for not looking is how they are protected. So here is the instruction for today's lesson. Begin to take every thought captive and examine what thought system you believe it is coming from. Is it promoting fear? or love, oneness or separation. Nothing else is needed other than to recognize this. The true self wants only what is true. It doesn't want to be trapped in illusions, it wants to be free. So how do you know if you are trapped in an illusion? If you feel anything that removes your sense of inner peace, it's time to examine what thought system is this coming from. If you are judging anyone in your heart as guilty, this is a sure sign that you're in the thought system of ego and not of God, who sees everyone as guiltless. And by examining the source of this thought, you begin to dissolve it. Every thought you think either confirms the truth or multiplies illusions. The ego must constantly create enemies because it must continue to perpetuate the belief in separation, because that is how it stays alive in your mind. It must make an enemy out of life, out of others, and even yourself. In short, it must continue to generate illusions and then continue to attack those illusions. But nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. And this is the foundation upon which peace is built. What the Course states again and again is that the easiest way to know what thought system we are operating in 
is how we are perceiving others. Because the fact is that people are always going to do things that hurt us for the rest of our lives because most people are still trapped in their ego. So how can we expect anything else from them? They believe that they are separate and so they believe that they are guilty. So they naturally try to offload this guilt onto everyone around them. They have no idea that what they truly are is perfect and innocent. If they knew that, then they would be incapable of harm because their mind would be healed and their heart would be open. So freedom does not mean trying to control everyone to treat you the way you want them to. It means not needing to control anyone. When there's nothing to condemn and no one to forgive, you are free. This is why the Course says that only loving thoughts are true and everything else is a cry for help, whether they realize it or not. So can anyone really be justified in condemning someone's plea for help? They are sick. They are insane. They have forgotten the truth of who they are and are trapped in a world of illusions. That is what their destructive behavior is reflecting to you. But you who know the truth have the opportunity to give them love and to see no error in them. And in doing so, you are acknowledging God in them and reminding them of the truth that they have forgotten. That fear is an illusion. That love alone is real. And herein lies the peace of God.